Hi everyone, Molly here. Just a little heads up, the first 10 minutes or so of the episode, this sounds a little bit dodgy, we were having some connection issues, but stick with us because the rest of the episode is absolutely fine. So here we go, on with the show. Hello. Hello. I'm Emily. And I'm Molly. And this, and this is, is Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. All the Stupid way Genius. from Australia. And Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first virtual recording, guys. So be patient. We're doing our best to bring you another good episode. Yeah, I'm quite not in like podcast mode, you know? No, you're sense. in. You're in Australia chilled hostel vibes mode. Yeah, and also because we're not in that environment, I feel like I'm just, I don't know, like I'm going to just be talking to you and not have it recorded. So I just got to watch what I say. <laughs> well, that is exactly why we thought we would um, bring this week a little update just to catch up because selfishly me and Emily just want to catch up we've not seen each other this week as you know she's in Australia and so we thought do you know what why not have a catch up and share it with all you lovely listeners so if it sounds a little bit different this week that is why and if you hear any rowdy people I'm in a hostel and that is why Uh, a really nice hostel though the one of the nicest hostels I'll ever stay in and ever be in but it literally looks so fancy it looks like when you know in like those really fancy bars when the bathroom yeah. is got like all gold taps and like beautiful mirrors, like you need you have and to like share on the Instagram. Vibe. Yeah, actually, yeah, I should now I'll take some photos of the hostel, leave a good yeah. review. Do you know what though? Yeah. Bef- before we get there, should we start off with some stupids and geniuses? If you have any, maybe you've been totally out of the stupid genius mindset. I literally had to think about it like before we and I was like, I can't even I can't even think what I've done. It's like been I don't know. It hasn't felt like that it's been a week, which is wild. Um, but yeah, so my stupid is I um, got on the flight and was checking through all the, well, just before I got on the flight, I was checking through if I could get internet in, you know, like a SIM card or 4G in Australia. And it was going to cost me six pounds a day. And I was like, oh, fuck, that means I just, I'll just use the Wi-Fi. That's fine. Anyway, got to Hong Kong. My flight was delayed. I had one minute to get to the next flight. That is the most stressful thing ever. Is Hong Kong airport big as well? I've not been. Um, Who knows? I don't. I I imagine it's really big. But But how um, did you get? Did you get like? Driven luckily through. I felt like a VIP luckily they were like people for Brisbane people for Brisbane get this way get this way and um and Jero and I was like sort of running um with everyone and we like ran through customs ran through this so I quickly connected to the, the wi-fi there as I was running sort of thing um and then I was checking all my messages and emails you know all the messages of people like good luck have a safe journey um and that and that was nice because a long haul flight can get a bit boring, even if you yeah. have got like a book, a movie, and you, I'm trying not to sleep because I don't want to get jet lag. And um, I see this email from my hostel saying um, the payment hasn't gone through. <laughs> but by this time, I'm on the flight, I'm on the plane, and you and can't, I can't fly, and I can't oh, check over, and I'm and I'm doing a late check in, so reception won't even be open. 
because I'm I was arriving there and obviously it's delayed. So I was arriving there at like half one at night. And I was like, that's it. I'm gonna have to sleep on the doorstep. Luckily, they have like um they're just like good people and they said they don't they don't leave girls out in the middle of Brisbane without um checking in. So oh you would hope not. <laughs> So luckily I could still check in and then I paid in the morning, but uh, oh my God, well, that's stupid. Having said that, actually, when me and my friend were travelling, when we were just silly little 19-year-olds, we were staying at a hostel in Auckland in New Zealand. And to be fair, I'm not saying it wasn't our fault because it definitely was. Like we basically ran out of money by this point. So we were (laughs) doing whatever we could to not spend any money. You were doing... um, What's the oh no, what's that TV program when she's like run it again? Um, um oh my god, I don't know, but I feel like I need to watch that. What is it? Oh my god, she like cons oh, um Oh Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey, yeah. Run it again. <laughs> run it again. No, no, it was beyond run it again. We we basically snuck into the hostel and we were sleeping in the TV room, you know, the the communal room. Yeah. Yeah. We were just sleeping on the sofas and like if anyone came in, we'd just like duck down um, and we'd left our bags. We'd managed to stop, like throw our rucksacks in the storage room when no one was looking. And then um, at three o'clock in the morning, they came in. They were like, girls, you got to go. <laughs> They're like, you're not paid to be here. We were like, yeah, but it's three o'clock in the morning. They were like, yeah, get out. So they literally chucked us out on the street. <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like that's fair enough because you've just like hoddled in. But sort of not really. Let Just no, let us say we had, in the morning. We paid to stay there like the week before, but then we just uh, ran out of money. So we were like, fuck it, we're just going to have to. But luckily that night, we actually bumped into a group of lads of similar age to us who were all in fancy dress. And they were like, where are you staying? We were like, oh, just on the street tonight. And they were like, oh, well, you can come and stay at our house. And then they ended up putting us up for a week in their lovely house. And I was like, Paul, I know. So, you know, all's well that ends well. <laughs> everything everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, my it was stupid on me because I just forgot to transfer money into that account. And it was oh. like it was like an obvious, like, you need money to pay for your hostels. So that was my stupid. What's your stupid? That was a little bit stupid. Um, my stupid, stupid is also non-PhD related. Um, so that's good that we're on the same channels there. Um, my stupid is that my brain sort of scrambled last week it went oh yeah too much. and emily you already know this but our, our listeners do not um so i have been selling stuff on vintage as i'm sure everybody does you know buy stuff sell stuff wanna, happy days do you want to plug it um vintage is an amazing platform no, no, not vintage your your um vintage <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not no one wants to buy my shit do you know what i don't even know what it's called oh god i'm not on airplane mode Airplane mode. Um, am I. No, I'll just put vintage. You never know. We might get sponsorship. Vintage is a second hand platform. <laughs> Wait, inside your clothes. And um, it's amazing. And it's amazing. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is amazing unless you have a fucking like brain. brain. Yeah. yeah. So I'd had quite a few things for sale it's- and I've sold quite a few things within a couple of days. That is my excuse. And so and also, one thing about Vinted, if you're listening Vinted, which you are not, but if you are, then sort this out, right? You get like 100 notifications. You get a notification when the person buys it, then when they accept it, and then when they leave you a notification, then another one to tell you to review, and then that they reviewed. And it, there is a lot of notifications. 
And I got a notification from I'd sold this shirt. And then I was like, so I, I thought I'd had this notification saying that it had been sold. So then I'm like, where the fuck is that shirt? I'm like, it's not with my vintage pile of clothes that I keep in case they sell. I'm like, where the hell is the shirt? I literally, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I cleared out every drawer. Every you like messaged me. I think mean, I got to Australia. Oh, some, I was doing, I was like busy doing like... Like you were in, in London. You were in oh, London. Oh, was I? The yeah, night yeah. And, I, and you, it was very um late at night. You messaged and like Emily, did I give you this shirt? Yeah, I messaged like twelve people that same message. Like, did I give you the shirt? Yeah. Um, and I went to bed and I was like, I'm just going to have to message. I'm going to get a bad review. So I messaged her saying, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happened. I've, I've lost it. I'm going to have to cancel the order. Anyway, then I realised that it was a notification to say that she'd reviewed me because actually I'd bloody posted the shirt the week before and I'd honestly I had no now I can remember but yeah there we go oh my god I didn't know that part yeah I didn't know know you'd posted it yeah I'd already already posted it because you told me like I don't know what's happened with my brain like I like I can't even find it like no no the reason why I was so worried about my brain was because I realized that I posted it already and she'd received it and reviewed me oh Molly. and then I was are like, you okay oh, now yeah I think I'm, I think I'm a bit better now to be honest <laughs> we can get on to this but I'm away as well at the moment just for a few days and it's helped but give yeah. us your genius just that I'm here I'm here, yeah. I'm straight yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you I'm made it. Yeah. yeah, I made it. Um, built up some courage to, you know, go and, go and travel on your own is sometimes scary. And, Very scary. Um, what'd you say? Very scary, potentially. Potentially. Just like there's so many things you got to think about. Um, you got to think about where you're going and what you're doing. But also, like, I didn't really plan much, so... I feel like it's pretty genius that I've made plans. You just got to walk up to people as well and just, which I'm all right at. But like the first night I was like, oh my God, I'm in a different country and I've got to do this. Um, And I've already made lovely, met lovely, lovely people and done amazing things, which we'll get onto. We will. Um, Yeah. I think that's just genius enough, isn't it? I would say so. The flights were paid for. That is, wow, the cherry on top in it. Yeah, yeah. I need to do some work though. That's that's a that's a stupid. But let's not talk about that. Well, we will come on to that. But the whole point is, you are there for a break as well. It's not it's not just a working trip, is it? You're there for the conference, which you will do, and anything extra is a bonus, really. What's your genius then? So my genius, I'm actually feeling very good about Emily. Very good about. So, um, very, very, very good about. (laughs) Very, very good about. The time has finally come. Every week I've been, you know, for the last sort of four weeks writing my discussion chapter. And we said at some point it would be either a genius or a stupid. Well, guess what, guys? Yay, it's a genius. Stop. Stop So I sent it. I sent the completed. I didn't think I was going to make the deadline. A part of me. Part of me knew I would, part of me didn't think I would. But I made it. I sent it to my supervisors on Wednesday. And okay. um I sort of said to them, Can you give me an idea of when I'll receive feedback? And my second, third supervisor said it was going to be like one of them said late July, one of them said mid-August. Um, mm-hmm. I'd had a meeting in person with my in, uh, first supervisor the day before on Tuesday. And I'd she knows the position I'm in in terms of needing to get this done quickly because of the job. 
And so bless her, she sent me the feedback on Friday. So she got it back to me in two days. And this is on a, what, 15,000 word chapter. She messaged, she emailed me saying that she'd had a few long train journeys. And so she decided not to take a knitting and to take my discussion chapter instead sort of thing. So kind of her. And um, basically the feedback is like, she basically said, this is very good. Uh, This section needs a bit of clarity but you're pretty much there with it. Like she's given me some comments in the in the margins that obviously I just need to tweak, but it's all pretty low-key minor stuff. Apart from, as I say, this one last section, which to be fair, I rushed. And it's more that she just said it's a bit long. You just need to make it a bit more concise, right. um, which will be super easy to do. And she said, just press on now and write your conclusion chapter. So, so Th- good. Thank you. I can't believe That's it. not the same feedback I get. I usually get like, I'm on my like fourth send off for the like a first chapter because like there's still so many comments to do and I'm like oh do you know what though my my first chapter was like that with the lit review we were back and forth probably about four or five times oh it's not a lit review I haven't even done that yet so oh I'm saying that was like my first chunk of Uh, writing right right that's so good though so good thank you I do feel very relieved and I got the email while I was away at this wedding but actually it just was I, I just went back to the lodge and worked on it a little bit because I was just excited to you know see it to get it yeah, yeah yeah definitely that's amazing but, uh, thank you should we get on with our ramble for today we should and it's actually a solid ramble <laughs> let's go it bloody is let's do it starting now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're starting out. Oh, right. So welcome to the ramble. Now, things have got a little bit crazy. You're expecting to catch up with Emily. That's what you've just heard. Um, but the world works in mysterious ways. And thanks to a very noisy hostel and a bad Wi-Fi connection, you've got a totally different ramble in store for you guys. So as Emily is living it up in Australia, we're joined by a very special guest. This is a a very surprise guest, to say the least. So he's a systems administrator. He's a football lover. He's a PlayStation nerd. He's a Harry Potter geek. But you guys all know him best as my husband. We've got Lloyd on the show. Hello, Lloyd. Hello. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) Welcome to Super Genius. Um, So today we're going to be chatting all about what it's like to date a PhD student. Now, obviously, let's be honest, considering we are married, we are well past the dating stage, but we won't get hung up on semantics. Um, First, I guess, a little bit about why we actually wanted to talk about this today. I think that like, as me and Emily often allude to on the podcast, PhD students often require quite a lot of support. I mean, just as an example... Poor Lloydie is currently under a quilt (laughs) next to me (laughs) in the spare room um, recording a Super Genius episode because I needed his help, you know, and he's there for me. Um, We also talk a lot about how, you know, doing a PhD impacts our lives, but as in the PhD student, but I just guess I wanted to explore a little bit more about how it affects the people around us, the people we love, um, you know, whether that's our other halves, our romantic partners or whoever. So in this case, it's Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So uh, I guess my first question to you, Lloydie, is what is it like 
dating, being married to a PhD student. Well, yeah, well, I'm underneath a quilt in the middle of summer, so that's <laughs> just a small insight into how it affects you. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a experience, I'd say. Um, Does it have challenges? Would you say? Yeah, there's definite challenges. You get like you would in any relationship. You have challenges, but I feel like uh, the PhD uh, has added challenges, which. I suppose as the person dating or being married to, you have to take into consideration, I suppose. Um, yeah, there are challenges. And I think like as long as you're like aware of what they're going through and you you try and understand that, you, you both can, you know, thrive still. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think you're good at that? Uh, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, I think I'm all right. I, sometimes it's it's an, as much as a learning experience for for me as it is for you. You know, you only do it for three years or four years or how many many years, and you're experiencing things for the first time, and then I'm experiencing those secondhand for the first time. So <laughs> we're sort of. I know, bless you. I mean, I do try to not always bring it home, but I guess like especially now that we do do hybrid working slash a lot of home working that whole idea of like not bringing your work home it doesn't exist the same does it I'm laughing now because our little kitten Albie who our longtime listeners will have heard me talk about has just tried to pounce on top of the quilt tent (laughs) he's getting quite frustrated I don't think he understands where the hell we've gone um but yeah so in terms of like the challenges and stuff do you think that it is unique to being a PhD student as in like would we face these challenges as a couple anyway, do you think? Um, yeah, I suppose maybe, you know, if you were in a high stress job, you would experience similar. But I think a PhD is so, from what I can understand, is, is so all-encompassing. Um, it does come down to personality type as well, you know. If you don't take things on and you leave it at the door, like like I do with work, I leave it straight at the door. But you I've, are so good at that. Yeah, but I think if I was doing a PhD, I would would bring it home because, you know, it's... It seems to be everything <laughs> to you. It, it is to you, like to it's you. our babies. Yeah, yeah. Isn't like you've been working on it night and day. What it feels like for for the past three years, and I think I'm very lucky with you. You know, from the stories I hear about other PhD students, you uh, you do handle it very well. So you do make it easier for me to handle those challenges by not really presenting me with them sometimes. <laughs> but I manage it well until I don't. I think until that's... you don't, yeah. But I think that's the same with everyone. But and then you come and mop me up. Yeah, I'm... I try my best. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the best at that, but I do definitely try, and I do think I've had a few wins over the years. You know, Law of Averages says I will get it right eventually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're not giving yourself enough credit. Um, in terms of like how things have changed throughout the PhD, have you seen changes in me as someone that you're like in a relationship with? Um, have I changed as a person? That's a big question. That is a big question. I'd say probably yes, but that's only normal. You know, when you're under such stress for such a long time, you are going to be a little bit sapped at times. And 
but to be fair, like again, you don't give yourself too much credit. You know, at the start, you were you started off stressed. You know, the first year, I guess, is it like university? You know, it's a bit more chill. You were working a full time job and doing the PhD in the first year. Do you know what? I forget that. <laughs> I actually forget yeah, so that. Like, you to be didn't fair, even I get went like down the to three days. I did go down to three days a week. Oh yeah, but your PhD is supposed to be six days a week. So that is funny. I had forgotten that. Yeah. So that was a little bit stressful. That was a little bit stressful, but you know, you've handled it. Really well and i think yeah maybe positive changes you've become much better at handling stress you know previous jobs your hair's been falling out and i haven't seen much hair fall out <laughs> recently so you're all, i've got a full head yeah, you've got a full well yeah most of a full head oh that's <laughs> so mean listeners that is a big forehead joke right there that is that a big, big forehead, forehead joke. joke. Um, but well, come I can't on. Say much. I got a five head. So yeah, that's true. You have got a big forehead. Our kids are going to have no chance. Yeah, no chance. Um, so you're being extremely nice and kind and generous to me. But come on, there must have been some times where you thought, for fuck's sake, shut up about the PhD. Um, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like sometimes it definitely, you know, I've come back from work, a full, full week of work or whatever, or. And you're stressed and I'm stressed and then you just, you haven't seen anyone all day because you've been on your own. So you want to unload onto someone, but then also I'm carrying quite a lot as well and I'm not really an unloader. So then it's just, I feel like I've got double the load. Mm. <laughs> it can cause friction, I suppose, in the end, but that's where good communication comes in where I can, you know, give you a stern, can you just give me a minute? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, fuck off. <laughs> and obviously those bring their own challenges as well because then me not being as tactful as I maybe should be. Or vice versa, you know, sometimes I'll come in and just what be What do like, you mean? I'm a queen of tact. Well, no, I just mean in terms of like the, you know, you might have had a busy day and I've had a busy day and then I'm coming in just going, oh my God, this happened to me today, this happened to me today, this happened to me today, blah, 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 blah. And then you're just like, don't hear it. I've had a and I've had a day of it myself, but oh my god, was that meant to be an impression of my accent? Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it now. <laughs> Do you know what? Come on, I, um, you know. Have you heard of Brené Brown? And no, I have not. No, uh, no, I have not. <laughs> so I love Brené Brown. She is, I think, she's a psychologist, not a psycho. She she's an academic, but she's a psychologist, I think, and she does a lot of work around like relationships and stuff. She's also got an amazing TED talk on shame, which everyone go and listen to it, watch it. It's amazing. Um, but she's in an interview saying that how she works things with her husband, right, is basically they come from the starting point that you can never be, you're not at 100%, like you're just not. And neither of you are going to be at 100% at the same time sort of thing. And I'm probably going to butcher this, but she basically says that she will say to her husband, right, I'm at 50. I'm at 50%. What about you? And he'll say, well, I'm at 30 and it's like, right, okay, so we're going to have to pick up that extra. And it's mm. like, just, just it's bit, like you said, it is communication because PhD students and me and Emily have chatted about this lots of times, you know, we can be selfish, and you can, because you work on your own, it can get very inward looking and it is easy to forget that your partner, whether that is your husband, your girlfriend, your whatever, your housemate, your mum, whoever it might be that you're living with, it's really easy to forget that they're going through shit as well. Mm, but you're so right, yeah. just communicating and being like, can you take this on right now? Rather than just being like, oh my God, so this is what happened yeah. and my supervisor said this. That's true, yeah. I mean... 
I can't remember the last time I was 100%. I think that's pretty sad. I just think, oh. like, just adult life is difficult, isn't it, you know? I mean, that's because you've been on the piss for, like, four days, Lloyd. So don't try and pretend. Yeah, I feel depressed that I'm not drunk now. I just think, I think oh it could be alcoholism. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is because, guys, we... I think I mentioned it earlier. We went to a wedding at the weekend, and as you know, if you're a long-time listener, I don't drink anymore. Well, Lloydie makes it up. Makes it up, makes it up for the both of us with his uh, drinking habits. So, uh, yeah, if he's not 100%, it's because he drank bloody too much cider at the weekend. <laughs> I have to. And uh, I must say, I am exceptional at it. It's, uh, you are frightening. It comes me a good. little bit too easy, you know, cracking a can at eight in the morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, good. So now our listeners are going to think that I'm married to an alcoholic. Great. Um, go back to the PhD and the support um, and the relationship. How do you feel like I could support you, support me better, if that makes sense? That's a good question, <laughs> Molly. How could I, how could you support me, support you? I suppose it's like having very clear expectations of what you need. So, you know, like saying, not at the time, obviously, because things are always a bit more hostile, I suppose, at that point. But like, hostile? Not hostile. What's going on? I don't know, but you know, like, a, like the pan is hot, I suppose. Like, is that a good metaphor? You know? Oh, I like that. The pan is hot, as in like things are a bit too fresh. Yeah, yeah. So, like, almost like, you know, you know, I wish you had. I know one that I, I could definitely be better at and I wouldn't be angry at you if you told me that I should do that better. Right, guys, this is, <laughs> you're all witnesses, okay? <laughs> so uh, I think like, because you're always going to conferences in the morning, you know, it's a big deal for you and stuff. Um I'm always going to conferences well, in the you morning. Know, so, yeah, this, well, this makes sense, sorry. So like, uh, okay. sorry, so you're going to, you know, you're going to do presentations and stuff and you're quite nervous about it and stuff i'm really not a morning person and to the point where like i'm such a non-morning person i've timed it to perfection that i can get out of bed and shower and get ready and leave the house within 15 minutes so uh i don't really have a chance to like you know realize what you're doing the day so like saying things like good luck with your speech and stuff or good luck with your presentation yeah i think like that would be a good thing for you to say to me. Be, can you be a bit more aware of what I'm doing? Because I think you appreciate. I me. really do. Because yeah. actually that is one thing does make me feel. And guys, this is turned into a counseling session. <laughs> um, one thing that does make me feel a bit like, ugh, is when that exactly, exactly that happens. I've got a big thing on that day that I'm really nervous about, or I've been really, not even ner- nervous, maybe just really working towards. And you don't mention it in the morning. Whereas like yesterday morning, because I was at a conference yesterday morning, I was presenting as I was leaving or I think because I left first, you actually said, good luck with your presentation. And I was like, oh, it did. It did. Yeah. And it's so easy, isn't it? And I, to be fair, this morning, I said to you, good luck with your meetings today. Yeah, but that was more of like a good luck with all these meetings. <laughs> yeah, because you were dreading it. <laughs> no, I was dreading it. It was so long. But yeah, so maybe that would be... So again, it's like the communication, isn't it? Really? It's always communication. It's always... Communication it, is key. Yeah, you know, communication, communication communication is probably what they'd say in what? a seminar of, about communication <laughs> is it <laughs> I that just shows it's... that you have not been to many seminars <laughs> last seminar i went to was in uh school assembly in year 11 i think <laughs> really was it not in the navy oh yeah true that was just tellings offs mass tellings offs i think <laughs> lloyd used to be a sailor guys but i do think we've mentioned that i know i'm doing podcast. pretty well not to talk uh you know cuss too much cuss cuss oh don't worry me and emily are always effing and jeffing yeah yeah you should feel very privileged lloyd this is the first time ever that we've had a non-emily on the ramble well i am honored 
<laughs> I am honoured. I am honoured. I am honoured. Good, you bloody should be. It's um, it's funny with our relationship as well because obviously we've been together quite a long time, seven years. So that is obviously before the PhD started. We've gone through lots of different things, haven't we? It's not just like... Mm we've always been together when I've been doing a PhD. But I think another layer of um, stuff as well is that you're also a student now. Because for guy, for people that don't know, Lloyd um, didn't go to uni when he was younger. Um, now he's an old man. <laughs> he decided that he would like to go. And um, he's very lucky. And also because he's fabulous. But Lloyd's work pays for him to do a degree apprenticeship. So he gets all the frills, but none of the debt. I mean, I don't get all the frills. I don't get to, you know, lay about for five days of the week and go into one or two hours of work a week. Oh, my God. Do you know what? That's actually, that's really... That's yeah, so true. true. I've had, I've literally just lived with my friends and you when um, you were doing degrees. My undergrad, I was so in easy. for Sorry. at least six hours a week. <laughs> Six hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you are meant to do like 30 hours of... Yeah, I'm supposed to do 30 hours as well, but there's no need. What? In your degree? Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, honestly, that's what they said to us. But how is that possible? Because you work for 30 hours a week. I know, but it's ridiculous what I thought. <laughs> honestly, well, they're like, you're getting it for free, so, you know... Put the hours in. Yeah, put the hours in. Well, but... whatever you're doing is working, because you get first. Well, I, like I say, I realised that... Um, which I wish I'd realised at school was actually listening and not messing about is is conducive to getting good results it's pretty remarkable <laughs> it's crazy i mean class clown as funny as i was i didn't get as good a grades as maybe i should have <laughs> you did all right though didn't you i said all right yeah what school yeah yeah i got like i got a couple of a's and look at you you're married to a phd student lloyd i know it doesn't get any better than you that yeah as michael so- scott says i infatuated the infatuator. So what does that say about me? <laughs> I actually haven't got a clue what that says about anything. <laughs> but speaking on good things, um, what do you like about dating a PhD student? We're dating now. We're dating now, yeah. So what's the best thing about dating? So I'm not dating you, I'm dating you, the PhD student. You're dating me, the PhD element. Don't, it's the PhD yeah, element. Yeah, I mean, you could talk about how wonderful I am generally, oh, yeah, but, but I, I want to know. You only said we've only got 40 minutes, so I couldn't possibly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's the best part about dating a PhD student? Um, I get a lot of time to play on my PlayStation sometimes, actually. I really enjoy that because you're always oh so busy my God. sometimes. That is not <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. But also that makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and you do. You love your PlayStation. As yeah. I said in your little intro, you're a nerd. Yeah, I am a nerd. I'm a bloody good one. Uh, also, what I like, I suppose like I get involved in things that I wouldn't usually get involved in. So like the society that you started, the ride society, I really enjoyed going to the, the nights you did there. Oh, yeah. So if listeners haven't heard the episodes where we've talked about ride, me and Emily, ride stands for respect, inclusivity, diversity and equity. And it's society. It's a society that me and Emily co-founded alongside some other great uh, PhD students as well. And yeah, Lloyd, you've been to some of the events. I have. So which one uh, did you come to? I'm trying to remember that you oh, maybe wouldn't. Oh, it's a men's wouldn't... mental health and the dwarfism one. Dwarfism awareness. Yeah. So they, yeah, sort of putting yourself out of your comfort zone maybe. And... Yeah, I would never have done something like that as as me, as the lad. <laughs> oh, We're yeah. Pubbing it downstairs, drinking probably. He's such a lad. <laughs> People that don't know Lloydy. He, he, you can be a little bit campy, can't you? With your, do, with your little hip moves and your I'm a, a sensational dancer, actually. You are sensational. Well, someone's, my boss said today, saw some of the Instagram posts from the wedding 
and then there was, he said, oh, there you were. I saw you straight away doing the Lloyd pose, you know, arms up in the air. Like. Yeah, see? You're very flamboyant. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, And quite yeah. a performer. I am, actually. Yeah, actually, the other wedding we went to, I was quite annoyed that people, you included, said, do you remember when you were dancing and all those girls were loving it and everyone was laughing? And you said that, I'm a best mate, said that to me. And I can't for the life of me remember it. So. Can't remember doing it? No, which is I quite mean, annoying. So like, oh, my God, that is so Lloyd. You so embellished that. All those girls were over there. There was like one old woman and then like a 10-year-old child and then maybe like one person our age that was like... That's three. Lloyd's like, there was, there was this absolute harem of gorgeous women who were falling over my dancing. One day it's bound to happen. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You are a fab dancer. So um, back to the positives though. Oh so yeah, sorry, yes. Getting to do things that you wouldn't normally do, having time to play on your PlayStation. Um... Yeah, there's, there's plenty of things, you know. Um, well, you're going to be able to get to call me doctor soon. I think that'll be that'll be good. That'll... Bit of a turn on? Uh, yeah, and I've got this rash, actually, that I was wondering if you'd be able to have a little look. <laughs> you're going to have funny. the rest of your life. <laughs> I know, because none of my life... And it won't even change the joke. It'll just be the same joke. It won't even change the body part or the, It'll always be the ailment. Rash. Yeah. Got a little rash. Got a little rash. I know. Got a little heat rash under here, actually. Do you know it's what? I, warm I do think quilt. it'll be worth it. Oh my God, it's so warm. Guys, I hope you uh, appreciate what we're doing for you here. It really is sweaty. It's not a little, It's not a thin quilt, is it? I think it's about 40 tog. 40? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's a 40. It's like, it's like Fahrenheit, isn't it? Like yeah. It sounds more than it is. Maybe more like a 20 tog. 20 tog. But yeah. considering it's like, you know, it's a warm day. It's a warm day here, guys. Mm. Um. So... Is there anything that you, and be very honest, oh, it's a safe space, Lloyd. The super <laughs> genius space is a, is a safe space. What do you think you would change if you could? About you? About the PhD? About the PhD you? <laughs> he's looking, guys, he's looking really worried. He's like, fuck, if I say... This this things. is a loaded question, gang. This <laughs> no, no, is not okay. safe. <laughs> let, let me rephrase. If you could change anything about what it's like dating a PhD student, what might that be? And we might have already covered that, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose like you maybe perhaps being able to really disengage with it at times. Uh, yeah, because sometimes it yeah. seeps into our lives. Yeah, and you, 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 especially, especially this year as well, especially because you get towards the end, uh, you always sort of sneaking off to to reply to emails or you know you've got and i suppose actually that's not a bad thing you know you've got an idea so you just want to put it down on paper or, um but i think like you know literally just being able to like you know it's a weekend we're away or we're doing something or you know you can just go right phd off you're so good at that though like i know you're not doing I'm PhD. too good at it i suppose <laughs> that compartmentalization hmm. how do you do that Oh, just a whole childhood of trauma, really. Just, just you get quite good at it. It's the only way to survive. Um, no, because seriously, I do think that is such um, a useful thing to be able to do because you, you really do. Honestly, listeners, like, Void will just have, like, awful news or, like, something quite difficult happen or traumatic. And then, like, two minutes later, he's like, la, 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 to the point where I, like, am I married to a psycho? But then you're just really good at compartmentalising, aren't you? Whereas I carry stuff, I suppose. And I think maybe that is part and parcel of being a PhD student in that, like we were saying before, it's not just your work. You do sort of live and breathe it. But in a way, I know what you mean. I would like to be able to turn off more. But I also think that 
it's made me get to the point I am at and, you know, finish, I'm finishing quite quickly, it would seem. Yeah, two and a half years is pretty insane. If I submit what I intend to, it will be quite quick. And I I think that that does, you can't get that without having an element of sacrifice in that spare time a bit. Yeah, true. And to be honest, like, you're not, you haven't been like manic crazy. Like, you've been very good at like doing it nine to five, Monday to Friday, majority of it. But I suppose you get into crunch time now crunch time <laughs> yeah and i think again like we said earlier with any job right it's gonna seep into to your personal life sometimes mm. it was like as an example like we were away at like the weekend gets in the way of my personal life so huh? i'm obviously trying to claw back as much life as i can from work <laughs> yeah so you love your job yeah i do love my job too um so if lloyd's boss is listening he loves his job okay <laughs> i love my job I need loads more money please <laughs> <laughs> yeah just double it um but yeah like when we were away at the weekend um i did i got an email which i've already mentioned earlier on in the episode um when me and emily were chatting about my discussion chapter feedback and even though we were away even though we were with friends i was like oh i'm just gonna nip back to the lodge and read it but to me that felt like a positive thing it wasn't like it wasn't taken over. I just really mm. wanted to see what she had to say and then I was going to switch it off. So it is still having, you do still need to have those boundaries, can't you? Because then if I just decided, right, I'm working on this for the rest of the weekend, that wouldn't have been okay, would it? Because I'm yeah, meant to be like, away you with know, you. Like setting like, yeah, like say boundaries. Because I guess if you just say, oh, I'll quickly do this, then you can quickly do that and you can quickly do that. And then, you know, it's Where like, does it end? Yeah, it's like three hours and then... yeah. Then, and then the bloody evening's gone and we've not even watched any White Lotus. That's it, is it? Well, on, on that occasion, you're probably happy to try and let time slip because everyone was very, very drunk by the time you... Yes, <laughs> that's true. So I was happy to be hidden away in the lodge <laughs> reading my feedback. <laughs> but no, I think, um, I don't know, now I've got my timetable for semester one. I think we'll have to do another episode on dating a lecturer because I think that's going to be 10 times bloody worse, to be honest, Lloyd. Yeah, it does sound much more... Um... The workload. Yeah, it does, yeah. What are you smirking about? Well, I was going to go down the... It sounds a bit more like smutty, you know, dating a lecturer. <laughs> does it? Yeah, yeah, well, that's what that would be like the, you know, archetypal pornography oh film. That's what I was thinking. Guys, we're seeing a little insight into Lloyd's brain. And you know what I'm also seeing? One of Lloyd's favourite... Yeah, Lloyd likes busted. He does. He, he, oh, he's yeah. nostalgic for Busted and he's got that song Miss Mackenzie yes. <laughs> you could dress up as Miss Mackenzie actually okay this is taking a turn this is not a kinky episode Lloyd when um, well it's getting dark now I thought it would be after, <laughs> after dark wouldn't it the ramble's gone on Emily <laughs> where are you come back please <laughs> no this has been uh, very insightful actually I think I've I've genuinely learned something as in like it's not something that I didn't know but I guess it's just reminded me about how again we know this we've had so many talks about this we've been together seven years but like <laughs> about communication about how it is really important mm. and I think as well just like being kind isn't it and like not not thinking that your stuff's more important than the other person's. I think I, I, I like to think I don't do that too much, but I think as a PhD student, you're susceptible to thinking your work is more important than someone else's. Yeah. And yeah. it's definitely not true. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> like, basically guys, keep your head out your own ass because your partner's going through tough stuff too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you, well, your partner can obviously compartmentalise it, so it doesn't really matter. But. Well, on this occasion, <laughs> yes, they can. Um, should we get some inspiration for this uh, yes, relationship let's. desperation of ours? Let's do it. Okay, so it's time for some inspiration for our desperation. Now, this is the part of the episode where Emily and I both Google a quote. Uh, I always win. Mine is always better. And she's not here to defend herself. So I'm going to say that on the record. Um, But Lloydy being Lloydy. And by the way, guys, I probably should say his name's not actually Lloydy. That's just what I call him. But you can call him that too. But it's Lloyd, Lloyders, whatever you want to call him. Lloydy has decided that he must think of his own quote. Well, you know, long-time listeners will know that I have, you know, often appeared on the pods with my own made-up quotes, which I would say 65% have been reasonable. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, my first full appearance on the pod, I should, you know, keep that going. To be fair, some of your uh, quotes were... Uh, some personal favourite moments of mine, particularly on the conference episode when Lloyd's quote was like, with every conference gets more conf... No, you're butchering it, you're butchering it. You're going to butcher it. No, I know it because I made it up. It came straight from my break. Ready? Conference requires confidence and with every conference comes confidence. (laughs) Oh my God. See? (laughs) If you could see him right now, the look of sass on his face, but you actually missed a bit. No, it didn't. You fucking did. What? You fucking did. The second bit is, requires more confidence. I just don't believe that. He looks disappointed, he knows. Do you know what, listeners? Please go back. I think it's episode six. I actually know that because someone mentioned it to me today. It's the conference episode. Go back and listen. But anyway, we're not here to talk about conferences. We are here. We've been talking about relationships and what it's like dating a PhD student. Dating? I don't know why I went all Aussie. Mm -hmm. I think it's because the lady at the conference today, she was Australian, but she didn't sound like that. Okay, shake it off, Mo. Shake off the accent. (laughs) Shake off the accent. Shake it off. Australian listeners, you could be horrifically offending them. If I have, if we do have Australian listeners, which I think we do, then tell me, is that good? I think it's good. Water? That's all I can say in water? Go on, you do one then. Uh, throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> on my barbie. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Anyway, um, so we are, yes, we're sharing our quotes about relationships. Now, I am not a maverick, uh, so I have Googled my quotes, whereas Lloyd is going straight from the brain. So what do you reckon, Lloyd? Do you want to go first or second? I'm still ironing out the kinks in, the, in my head at the minute, so I think maybe you should go Well, first. that's probably not a very good sign, is it? Yeah, but, you know, it just I'll be right on the night. Oh, okay. Right, here is my quote. A true relationship is two imperfect people refusing to give up on each other. <laughs> Do that's I like that? Cringe, that's super cringe. I liked it because, like, it's so tragic as well. It's like the only reason we're together is because we just refuse to give <laughs> up on each other's shit. That's also, like, such you know, toilet, hanging, heart, chalkboard. It's live, laugh, love shit. It is. It's bollocks. I mean, I didn't claim for it to be like, you know, it's not bloody Gandhi, no. Well, well, you're about to hear something on 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 similar levels. Come on. So this this is me going more with like levels of like, you know, trying to support someone in the relationship. Don't even, no, I don't want any of this description. Just go for it. So to absolve a 
problem. Half it don't try to solve. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's so good, isn't it? No, that's so bad. What does absolve mean? Like you get know, rid get of? Get rid of, yeah. So like if you're having a problem. To absolve a problem? Yeah. See? Half it. Half it. Don't try to solve it. <laughs> so basically sharing is caring. Yeah, share. No, no, no. A problem no, no. shared it's is a problem. A problem. Half. Yeah, I've taken that to another level. Right. And say actually there needs more instruction on that, which is, you know, don't try and solve it because what I've learned in my <laughs> many years of being with you and having not too many sisters to count, uh, you know, trying to solve a problem isn't what you want, you know. That's true. You just want to, you just want someone to go, that's shit, actually. Yeah. And, so, and then maybe later on say, well, actually, you know. But is that what your quote is saying? To not offer solutions? Because that's what you're saying then now is like, if if you're trying to help someone support them, don't offer them solutions, just offer them support. Yeah. But how is that what your quote is saying? Well, half it, isn't it? You know, just... <laughs> off it. Just half it. Just half it. <laughs> there you go, guys. So basically, if you want to succeed in a relationship when you're doing a PhD... Oh, your partner's doing a PhD? Just half it. Just half and half. Just half and half. It's all right, isn't it? I think there that, we go. I think that works. This has been Super Genius. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.